Quite literally, Will Tidwell, a younger gentleman. I wish I, I wish I didn't have this big heart. People just do nothing but hurt. Anybody can dream the dream. Anybody can have a goal, but see. You're gonna be a neighborhood hero. You just keep shining, young king. In today's episode, Z sits down with Nathaniel Langton in a live interview discussing several topics such as creating an exit plan, peer pressure, and educating the youth on real life problems. So grab your pen and paper and let's get started. Uh, hey everyone, welcome this week's episode of the podcast. Um, today I've got Will Tedwell on. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm amazing. Thanks very much. I'm glad we could really do this. Like I said before, um, my girlfriend has sent me a video on Instagram where you were speaking on, I don't know if it was a, uh, a rap radio station or if it was just one of those Instagram pages that has rap in it. But uh, right. basically, you were talking a lot of truth. You were saying about um, to keep your dreams to yourself. And if you tell others, they may not understand it. And uh, I just was like, fuck me, this is so true. And then I went on to your page. I've done a bit of digging. And I was looking at all the videos that you posted. And I was like, definitely need to get this boy on. He is flipping fantastic. Um, so, yeah, basically... Um, I sort of give it away. Everyone sort of knows your motivational speaker now. Uh, but do you want to introduce yourself for my listeners who don't know who you are? Um, introduce myself, man. Um, yeah, man, my name is, like he said, Will Z. Tidwell. Um, most of my friends and my colleagues and um, in this tribe, in this you know community that I'm, I'm really aiming to build, just calling me Z, man. Uh, originally from the States, Little Rock, Arkansas, to be exact, here in, um, in the U.S. And... Um, <clears throat> Man, I'm 24 years old, um, CEO of a company called Speak Up Z LLC. So we really focus on uh, community outreach and initiatives and um, programming um, design for the youth. That's fortunate, um, but a big focus on the youth, man. So as you can, as you may have seen, you know, I have a, a detailed mentoring, um, mentoring program where we hire young youth um, in underprivileged areas to provide them with resources and opportunities to, you know, employment, mentorship and things of that nature. Um, have one of the best youth programs here in my state uh, where we focus on entrepreneurship and the arts, man. And then obviously me speaking and traveling, you know, motivating the youth throughout the U.S. Uh, I have a, a really dope writing company that helps the youth um, with the academic writing, things of that nature. Um, and then last but not least, man, we have a marketing company where we really focus on helping others build their brand and build their business, um, which is, you know, just one more resource that we offer for um, my people in my communities, man, especially communities that are underserved and often forgot about. So in a nutshell, man, that's who I am. And that's what I do, man. So, yeah. Amazing. And you mentioned there that you, um, you uh, give opportunities to um, young people who can't find jobs. I, I seen on your page, it was, is it just like the car wash that you do? Or do you do like other sort of um, things to help out the, um, kid, the young kids coming up? <clears throat> well, to give them so far to give them a job. Yeah, that's our main platform um, that we use. Like I said before, so that, that really was birthed out of Corona, out of the virus, um, because before we were just, you know, a, a straight up youth program that just um, focused on serving curriculum for the youth. Right. So we just would do entrepreneurship curriculum, teaching them, you know, the skills and the tactics and the things that, that you know, every entrepreneur should know, you know, even at a young age. But obviously when Corona happened, you can't have all these different kids inside of one 
you know, small place, right? Because of all the social distancing rules and things of that nature. So, I, so from that, we birthed a new idea where I was like, man, I did it as a kid. You know, I, I had so many hustles that made me money and kept me out of trouble. So I just kind of reinvented that platform, you know, one of those hustles, which was watching cars for me as a kid. And I just put those kids that were old enough in that position to have a hustle too, man. You know, um, so that's just a start right now. It'll, it'll branch out into other things. It'll start to become me plugging it into my friends' businesses and they'll have an opportunity with those guys. And then I'll create more platforms and more businesses um, where they can come onto those and have an opportunity to work and build. But um, this is just our first pilot program, man. And, you know, and it's expanding and it's growing and it's picking up a little traction, man. So, uh, yeah, this is just a start of, of what we're going to do yeah, man, because it's, it's, it's a big mission and a big purpose behind it. So I'm excited to see what's coming. And how important is that for um for kids because like you said like me and you're around the same age like i kind of understand how important it is for not only for mental health side of things but like you said socially as well to to stay out of trouble and to um to sort of socially interact with other people that are same age as you and um you're doing the same work how important is that for um for children growing up nowadays especially with like technology and stuff like that right um I mean, I had a friend that said something like that was really powerful one time, bro. What he said was, um, because where I'm from, like, I think like most places in the world, you know, but some places are just worse than others sometimes, that there's a lot of violence that goes on with our, with our youth and just the young ones in general, like in our age range and, you know, in that, in that space, right? And, um, you know, a lot of times you'll hear those older people say, man, we got to put these guns down. We got to put this stuff down. We got to stop doing all this stuff we're doing on the internet and stop being so negative. And when they say all of these things, but then when he says something so powerful one time, he said, man, we keep expecting these kids and these people that are in our, that are, you know, right in our age range to put the gun down, to put the cell phone down, to put these things down. But when we ask them to put this down, are we, are we giving them an opportunity or anything to replace it with? Because mm-hmm. if I take that gun away or I take this phone away or I take that, uh, you know, whatever that agency is that you're doing away, what am I going to replace it with? Because if I don't replace it with something that's going to keep you busy and keep you, you know, help you use your time wisely, all you're going to do is go back and pick it up again when you find it on down the road somewhere else or somebody else is going to introduce you to something even worse. You see what I'm saying? So for me, um, I knew it was super important. And, you know, I've been doing community initiatives and programming for almost, you know, going on what, seven years. But I felt like I was only putting a Band-Aid over the real issue, but I wasn't really getting in there cleaning the true, um, 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 so to speak, right? Like, because I can give this homeless person a meal, but then he's hungry the next day, right? Or I can have a program teaching these kids these things, but then they still got to go right back home to this toxic environment. And so I said, man, we got to replace these toxic habits we got to replace these bad habits that these kids have um because they're not bad people they just been they just haven't been given you know the, the adequate chance or the, the resources or opportunity man so i knew it was super important so that's why we started creating platforms like this where we don't just give them a meal but we get a platform to go buy their own meal we don't just mm-hmm. tell kids don't do this or don't do that we show them don't do this or don't do that and this is what can happen when you decide to put in the work and do what you're supposed to do so it was more about shutting up and stop talking so much and actually showing them you know, which yeah. is kind of an irony because me a speaker, but you know, <laughs> speaking is just one half of it because you do have to believe in yourself before anything. But once you now have the belief, what is the action plan you need to put in place to actually be successful? You see what I'm saying? So that was a big deal. And I knew that was important, man. And that was something that, um, you know, 
I wanted to be on top of, man. So, yeah, it's super important. It's amazing, though, because like you said, you started seven years ago. So you said you were 24 or you're 24. So you have been right. 17 at the time. So, I mean, right. I think it's kind of important for someone um, who is the same age as these kids to sort of tell them there is another way out and they don't have to listen to the older person telling them what to do. Because, I mean, it's different generation. At least you're, you, you've came up in kind of the same generation. 100%. Say that last part one more time for me. Yeah, so um, just like I said, like you were, um, you started when you were seventeen, and um, the fact that you've, um, the fact that you were telling these kids that there's a different way, and um, there's more opportunity out there coming from you as being in the same generation as them, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of more meaningful than coming from someone who's like forty or fifty. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think I think that's what has helped me be so relatable and be so um, so successful thus far and be able to reach these kids, bro, we have, bro, is because of the fact that I'm not too far off, you know? I'm in that perfect balance where I'm, I'm – because I feel like you don't truly hit adulthood or adulthood until you're about 25, 26, you know? That's where you really just, you know – you're still going to be figuring shit out. We're super young, but it's like at the same point where it's like it don't get real until you get to that point. So I, I'm in that perfect balance of – I was just in your shoes not too long ago, but I also have lived and experienced enough to know a little bit about what I'm talking about. And I don't pretend with these kids, bro. I don't pretend with the kids because I feel like that's the reason why they're, they, a lot of people are so unrelatable that are older is because we try to come at the kids and they even come at us for our age, bro. These older, these older people that are 40 and 50, they even come at us sometimes and make it seem like we have to have it a certain way and have to have it figured out a certain way and that it's going to be this way. And, 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 and they don't remember when they were our age and they made those same mistakes. It seemed like they forget when they were in those exact same shoes and doing those exact same things, which makes it seem fake, man. It's, it makes it yeah. seem like you're not practicing what you preach almost because you, you made the same mistakes I did, if not worse. So now you're trying to judge me because I'm 19 or 20 going through my growing pain instead of you trying to help me, give me free game avoid going those same pains that you went through and i mm-hmm. think that is what's more relatable is when i break it down to those things to those kids that way i don't try to hide things or sugarcoat things from those kids i give them the real game about what's going on in life and um because they're gonna learn about it and get exposed to it anyway so would you rather let you be the one exposed to them and try to control the situation to a point where they know how to handle themselves or a lot of them and, and, and sugarcoat things and try to keep things from them. And then when they get exposed to it, they didn't know how to react. They don't know what to do. They don't know um, how to handle this situation. Why? Because they never had a chance to be, to deal with them, you know, beforehand. So um, I think that's why I've been so successful, you know, speaking to the youth, to the crowd, I spoke period and doing the things I do is because I try my best to remember like I was in this situation, you know? speak from yeah. that experience people can tell when it's genuine especially kids they can tell when yeah. it's real and when it's genuine. you know what i mean so i mean that's 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 what i live by man hey what's going on guys man this is will z Titwell with speak up z listen i'm so sorry to interrupt the episode i know y'all probably enjoying all the heat that we dropping for y'all well at least i hope you're enjoying it um but i had to bring you this quick quick um commercial man just to give a special shout out to z's detailing and car wash this episode is brought to you by z's detailing the only car wash in the entire country where the goal is not only to make your vehicle reach its full potential but we hire and mentor young men and women from impoverished areas to help them do the same 
We do this through teaching a skill, responsibility, entrepreneurship, and so much more. So when these youth leave our program, when they leave our platform, they're not only ready to take on the world, but they're ready to build something for themselves. Because that's what mentorship is truly about. So be sure to check out Z's.detail on all social media platforms, or you can check it out in my bio at WillZTitWell on Instagram. Be sure to follow, connect. And if you're in the local Little Rock area, Little Rock, Arkansas area, be sure to stop by and get a watch and support this, this amazing platform that we're trying to build for our youth. Because every time you support them, we can take in one more youth and make sure that they're okay. Thank you guys so much. Love. Now back to the episode. Yeah, I think especially kids, like you just mentioned it there, it's so important for like adults to understand that kids, they can tell right and wrong straight away. They can tell if you're talking shit or they can tell if you're telling the truth straight away. Whereas obviously we go through so much shit. We're like, oh, fuck, who do we trust? Who do we, who do we not trust? Um, exactly. That kind of leads me on to um, my next question was, so you're taking these kids and you're giving them like an opportunity of like to know like the the value of money and the value of having like a job creating sort of um social relationships in the job do you how would you explain to these kids about leaving bad influence friends behind so like leaving the ones who just want to you know just get through life like they don't want to actually achieve anything like and maybe they're they have a lot of bad habits like say they're like um getting into alcohol like every single day or like they're doing drugs every single day or they're maybe committing crime or something like that um and all that there can be fun like whenever you're a kid and you're doing shit like that like it's exhilarating to like know that like oh i could almost get caught um but how how do you explain it to these kids to say like they don't want what's best for you you need to find that on your own and you need to get away from those bad influences and i think that's such a tricky situation bro because it's like on one half of it like i mentioned earlier you almost you know want them to know that i'm not going to judge you i'm not going to try to control you I'm not going to try to dictate you on your decisions because I made a lot of those same decisions that you just mentioned, the smoking weed and the, and the kicking it and the, and the girls and the, you know what I mean? I did those same exact things. You know what I mean? I'm young, bro. I, I live like anybody else. You know what I mean? Like I, I did those things and, and I, it took me a long time to, for me to bump my head to get it right. So it's like a fine line between I'm not going to, again, be hypocritical and try to judge you as if I didn't do those things, but it's also this fine line between helping them understand what do you want? What do you want out of life? What is it that you want to achieve? And the reason why a lot of these kids and even myself for a long time was so out here just living frivolously with no type of meaning, no type of purpose, because I didn't know what I wanted. I was so lost. And in and, and, and a way that that kind of like depresses you and scares you, because when you do have that small group of friends that you graduated with or that you grew up with, and you start to see them do amazing things for college and, and start families and they're getting houses now and they're doing all of these different things, that starts to hit you in your head like, man, I'm, I'm bullshitting, you know? And so you escape to the women, to the drugs, and to all the different things you mentioned to try to get your mind off of that. And so for me, I think the thing that I would explain to them the most and the thing I do explain to them the most is that it's okay to be fun, have fun. It's okay to be a kid. It's okay to enjoy your life. Nobody ever going to tell you that but what do you want 
And even if you don't know what you want, are you at least trying and, and exploring things to find out what you want? And ask yourself that if me spending more of my time bullshitting and spending time with people that aren't trying to do anything with their time and with their life, if I spend more time with them, how much further away is that pulling me from this dream and this goal I want? Because you can't consider them to be a real friend or to be a real ally or to be somebody that you consider yourself to care for and love if they if they pulling you further and further away from your dream and your goal. That's not a friend. That's yeah. not somebody that you should be giving your time and your energy to. You know what I'm saying? And I think when you put it into them in that type of term, they start to understand like, damn, they so quick to encourage me to do some dumb shit. They so quick to encourage me to spend my money on some dumb shit. They so quick to encourage me to go do something that ain't helping me grow or build in no type of way. But as soon as I tell them about this new idea, they, they start making fun of me. As soon yeah. as I tell them how I want to start this business, they stop listening. As soon as I tell them I want to do this thing, you know, they, they, they try to shoot it down or they try to act like they don't really, you know, they ain't really with that. And what will happen is when you start growing, see what happens is that when we fuck with somebody and we, and we cool with somebody, we on the same level together, right? And that's what happens over time is when you continue to grow and you start to explore different things and you start to become interested in different things, you start to outgrow this person because your conversation, your mindset, the way you look at life starts to change. You start talking about start businesses and you start talking about giving back to your community and you talking about going to college and you talking about, you know, like you said, maybe settling down with a family and all these different things. And they five years later still talking about fucking on hoes and, 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 and smoking weed and doing all these different things. The conversation changed. You see what I'm saying? So now we don't have as much as in common. And, and the crazy part is that, yeah, you may want to grow with this person and do these amazing things with this person, but you can't help a per you can't make a person or want a person to grow that don't want to grow. You can't make a person get in the way that you want and they don't want to be on that. And, and you will start to understand that is when you start to grow and elevate yourself, you'll leave behind the people um, that want to stay stagnant, that want to do the same things for the rest of their life. And then when you see them 15, 20 years down the line, <clears throat> still in that same place in their life, you're going to be like, man, if I would have stayed connected to them, imagine where I would be. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, And you got to be okay at some point in your life saying, man, I love you. I care for you. I'm always going to love for you. I'm never going to, you know, I'm always going to be there if you need me, but I can't stay here. Yeah. My dream, like my dreams and my goal cannot continue to wait on me staying here with you. And if I keep staying in this position, talking about the same shit, doing the same things, now you're putting my dream and my goal in jeopardy. And you can't say that you love and care for me, like I mentioned earlier, if you're not willing to push me further to what I'm supposed to be doing. You see what I'm saying? Like I got partners that I grew up in in a rough part of town with that may have they might still be on the same thing, but at least some of them love me enough to say, Z man, you get out of this neighborhood. You don't you don't come back here. I love you enough to help you achieve and push your dream. That might not be what I want to do, and I gotta respect them for that. But they at least love and care for me and respected me enough to say, Man, I'm gonna help you achieve what you're trying to do because you're gonna be the one to put on for our city and the one to change something. And so I think even if you can find somebody like that, you got a good thing. But those people that aren't willing to help you in any type of way, the ones that, that, that you know, you know, are so small minded that they that they, you know, try to shoot down your big dream. Man, those are the ones that I, that I would just, you know, encourage people to stay away from. man. so I'm passionate about that, as you can see. But, yeah, man, that, that would be my two cents on it. Yeah, I can tell that you're passionate. And I mean, it's uh, I think it's I don't want to diminish women but i think for guys especially it's very very hard if you're in a big friend group and yeah. you're kind of all competing to be the alpha male so 
or like say like you're competing to be like the clown of the group or like everyone has like sort of their own preferences and then there's always those people in the group who are at the bottom of the pecking order and they're the ones you like make fun of or like um you might not um hang about with them as much but they're always just still there you kind of use them as a means and i think especially for me it was kind of hard to try and be like i can't fucking be in this in this group anymore i need to like take myself out of it and as you said there's some people who in that friend group will understand your reasons why but then there's others who get jealous and get envious and they will start to badmouth you behind your back and that's kind of the fear for most guys i would say who have big friends circle groups like they may have all these dreams but they have that fear of saying it and like actually taking the first steps to get themselves out of the situation Would, would you agree absolutely absolutely as you get older, man, like, I don't know, I don't, I, and this might not apply for everybody, you know, there's always those couple, those couple, uh, you know, exceptions, but, you know, as you get older, you start to realize, like, <coughs> you, you, if anything, you want to have that core people that you fuck with, that you rock with, you know, whether that's your team, your day one, still maybe sometimes, but, but a lot of times when you have a super big team, then there's a bigger probability and a bigger chance that there's going to something, that there's going to be um, that disconnect somewhere with somebody about something, you know what I mean? And so I, I think again, and if you, if you find yourself in a position to be honest with you, to where you're hesitant to talk about your dreams and your goals around these people and the things that you want to do, then why are you around them in the first place? Mm. That's, that's not a, that's not a place to grow. That's a place to, to die. That's a place to, to, to be forgotten about. You know what I mean? Because if I can't talk to you about the things that are going to help, help elevate me and help elevate us, then what are we doing? We're wasting our time. What are we talking about? Again, because at some point, the conversation has to change. What What do I sound like if I'm 30 years old, still talking about trying to go to the club every weekend and, and trying to <laughs> you know, do things that have no... Again, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to kick it. I'm not down in that at all. But what do I look like if that's the focus of my conversation every time you talk to me? Every time you talk to me, I'm talking about irrelevant things. What do I? What, what would you think of me? If I'm never coming to you about anything, or if I do come to you about these things that actually have some meaning behind them and, and you treat them as if they're nothing, what kind of friendship is that to have with somebody? What type of relationship is that? Why would you even want that? You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I look at it like that, bro. If, you have, if you're hesitant to, to talk about the things that could possibly change our life forever and help y'all grow as people um, and in business and whatever the case may be, then, man, that, that that's a scary place to be. You know what I mean? So, nah. Yeah, I mean, if there's like, if there's a guy out there now who is listening to this and they're in that exact same situation where they know that their friend group is not good for them and they have these dreams, I mean, what sort of advice would you give to them? Would you tell them sort of how to get out of the, like, how would you tell them to get out of the group? Like, what steps would, what steps would they need to take, like, respectfully to get out? I don't think I don't think there's a certain formula for you to for you to start to outgrow people. I think that it's a natural a natural thing of law. I think once because I put it like this, I had this I had a day one friend of mine that I loved to death and I still love him to death. Right, like it was to the point where if you saw me, you saw him. Right, yeah. like like we were inseparable all throughout school, all growing up, man. Like you know, it was to the point where if you saw one of us, you would ask what the other one was. Like it was that type of relationship. <laughs> 
And, you know, we had a lot in common. This is why we clicked so well. We were family, we were brothers, and we just had a lot in common, which is why we were always together. But what I what I say that natural it'll start to naturally happen is because he was still so focused on the things that drew us together. But then when I started to taste different things like community work and putting together youth programs and speaking, and I started to taste these different things, and he's still in that same place over those years as we continue to grow. We graduated high school, which, as you know, once you graduate high school, everything changes, right? That's when you start seeing who the real friends are. That's when you start trying to go into the workforce. You start college, all of these different things. You start learning your trade and whatever else. People have families. Like Everything changes after that. And so I started really you know, tasting my different talents and figuring out who I was and figuring out what I wanted. And when I started, you know, gravitating into that lane, me and him just started talking less and less. I mean, our conversations got shorter and shorter. Us kicking it together got, became a, a you know, a less and less frequent thing. Um, you know, and, and even when we got together and when we kicked it, it started to become so awkward because I want to talk about business. I want to talk about this new deal that I closed. I want to talk about this speaking engagement I had. And he still want to talk about, let's roll up and smoke some weed or let's go talk to these girls or let's go do this. And it's like I said, that's cool. But at some point, I got tired of doing that because I knew I had to get ready to go home and prepare for this engagement or I had to get go home and get ready to prepare for an event we had coming up like that. So it's like you're going to naturally gravitate away from those people. You see what I'm saying? So I think the thing I would tell them most is not so much an exit plan to get away from those people, but more so are you are you putting yourself in position to, again, figure out who you are, figure out what it is that you want out of life. Put, putting your plan together because I guarantee you when you do those things and you start to place yourself in that place um, and focus on the things that truly matter in life <clears throat> you'll start to gravitate away from the people that don't want the same things or that at least don't support what it is that you want right or don't get what it is that you want and what will happen is that they'll start to make room for the people that truly deserve to be in your life you see what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when we lose that day one best friend or that family member that we care so much about and they're not so much in our circle anymore, we don't talk to them every day anymore, we question that. we like, man, how could they do me like this? How could they give up on me like this? How can they walk out of my life like that? How can they, you know, just not see what I'm seeing? But you don't even know that was a blessing, man. Yeah. You can still love that person. You can still be cool with that person. But that just made when when that when a person A left your life, that left room for person B that's going to invest in your business, that's going to believe in your business, that's going to boost your business, that's going to help you with your business, that's going to give you honest feedback about your business. And it's, and when you get to a certain point in your life, which one is more valuable? Person person B all day long. And so um we question oftentimes what really is a blessing in disguise man so that's what i would tell them just focus on that crap focus on that purpose focus on that plan and once you find out what it is that you love you go all in on it and the people that are meant to be in your life will be there and the ones that aren't you'll naturally gravitate away from that's how life works you'll yeah. you'll draw close to the things that are relevant to you and you'll pull further and further away from the people and things that have no, that mean you no good you know but the the, the 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 deal breaker is once you've been shown who's supporting you and who's going to be there for you you have to make the decision is, is what's more important is it my dream or my goal and the people that got my back on that or do i want to go back to what's comfortable just yeah. because he my day one and it's a comfortable place to be but do they but how but where, where's the meaning behind that if they if they're not pushing you further and further towards what matters and so i think that's the deal breaker that's the true thing because a lot of times we know what we need to do we know mm -hmm. what we're supposed to do we don't need to be around this person as much. We know we're giving too much time to irrelevant people, but but it's a comfortable thing. It's a yeah. it's a loyalty thing. 
And, and, and sometimes we're more loyal to the wrong people than we are to our dreams. And, and that's a crazy thing. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I was uh, I was reading Jordan Predenson's book this morning, uh, 12 yeah. Rules for Life. And uh, I just finished chapter three and he summed it up perfectly. He said um, chapter three was about getting away from uh, bad influences. And he was talking about friend groups. And he basically said that uh, loyalty equals stupidity if you're spending it with the wrong people. And um, yeah. it kind of resonated with me. Yeah, it, it just it kind of resonated with me. I was like, like, I mean, social media has been a big blessing for me. And um, whenever I started this podcast, I've talked to so like I wouldn't even think about talking to someone like yourself all the way in America, motivational speaker. Do you know what I mean? And absolutely. The friendships I've made, like obviously there's downsides to social media, but I I always like sort of talk about the downsides and I don't give enough credit to the upsides. And the upsides are that I've met people who I would call best friends now on social media, um, which is amazing. And um, I think if you use it in the right tool, um, Mm -hmm. it can give you great rewards and great benefits. And it's, it's amazing, like you said, whenever you not get rid of, but whenever person A walks out of your life, there's definitely going to be a person B that's going to come into your life and make it a lot better. Um, yeah. and they're, I, going to support, I, they're going to support you harder and y'all just met than, than the yeah. person that's been in your 15 years. you yeah. never heard that? The person out there that you've never met that are waiting to support you and they're going to go way harder for you than the people that have been in your life since y'all was in diapers. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think sometimes we think it's weird for us to make new friends, and you're like, that's where your blessings lie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's where everything can change for you with those people, man. But you know, again, it just kind of goes back to that short sighted thing, man. You know, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm 100% a big believer in that. And I, uh, I wouldn't say that I'm religious, but I do believe in karma quite a lot, and it's kind of weird because I kind of, um, I kind of say I'm, a, I'm agnostic, but I, I'm a big believer in karma where um, if you do good, things will come back to you. And if you kind of like say you are going through shit times, like I always like say to like my girlfriend and my, like my friends, like it's okay to it's okay to to have that shit moment. I mean, you could have a day or two or a couple of a couple of days where you, you do go through the emotions, but there needs to be that switch where you just come straight back out of it and you need to focus back on yourself. Um, I think bouncing off what you had just previously mentioned there about how naturally you get away from uh, those bad influence <clears throat> people. What would you say to someone who can't get away from the bad influence people like family members so like say you have dreams and you tell a family member and maybe you don't get the reaction that you wanted how do you sort of deal with that um i'll be honest man that's a lonely place to be so just reiterating that what do i do when i when i when i run across that family member that i love when i tell them about that dream and they don't support it they don't believe in it they don't give me the reaction i want it's um that's a lonely place to be and a lot of people don't understand, you know, I think that may be the clip that connected you and I where I was talking about that, you know, the one that blew up. And it was like, yeah, um, people think I write that stuff just based, you know, I pull it out of my ass. No, man, that, those those clips and those content that I talk about when I'm speaking often comes from a real personal place because I've been the guy 
because just imagine me telling my people, man, I want to, I want to, I want to serve the youth, right? I want to give back to the less fortunate. And they're like, you're going to be less fortunate trying to do that, right? Like, that's what they're telling me yeah. because they're like, where's the money in that? Where's the, where's the opportunity in there for you to take care of your family and take care of your daughter and, and provide? Like, where is, I don't see it, right? And, and, and you learn very quickly, quickly that that's a very lonely place to be. But I, what I had to do is I had to learn how to, you know, again, let people know, let those type of people know, even my own mom and my own dad sometimes, like, I love you. I care about you. I respect you, but I disagree with you. You know, and, and 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 you just have to understand that, you know, as bad as you want to talk to them about what you're working on and what it is you're doing and what you want to do, that may just can't be a part of y'all conversation, right? And I had to learn that. Like, I don't tell them about what I'm working on until I, I've done it, right? So then when they see me on the news or they hear my, about my viral clips or they hear about how I did this and that to the third with this and that with my program, and then they're like, wow, that's my baby. And then they're bragging to their friends and they're telling their, you know, they're telling their friends and they're on the phone talking about it more than me. And so I think with those type of people, you just have to let your success do the talking. You really, I think, I think that's honestly the, the truth in it. And, and again, you know, be respectful. And if you can't take it, then you're going to have to humble up and, and, and either move out, you know, moving with a friend, moving with a cousin, right? Shack up with some people that do believe in it, incubate and y'all build something like, but that goes to living humbly. And I think that's what a lot of people feel like. We, 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 we say we don't want to hear what our parents and stuff have to say, but are you willing to move out and go mm -hmm. live like live very humbly for an X amount of time? Are you willing yeah. to do that while you work on your dream? Or, or do you have the willpower to, again, be respectful, but be very um, reserved when it comes to what you share with them? Can you do that? Like, I think it's just a mindset thing, bro. Like, you don't have to be super humble and move out and, you know, live below your means if that's the case. Or if you can handle it and you have a nice job that supports you, do that. And while you work on your dream at night, like, but you have to have a, some type of exit plan that, that keeps you sane because, again, it's a very lonely place to be, man. So... Um, what I would tell them is, you know, one of those three options, man, move out, live humbly with somebody or find a living situation where you can just work on your dream as much as possible. If you have a nine to five or some type of source of income that supports you, um, you know, that might be an option for you or you're going to have to suck that shit up and shut up and just work on it. And when the time comes, that success is going to speak for you. And then you'll start to see like, man, my family, my loved ones are the biggest supporters I got. But, but the frustrating part, I think, for a lot of people is that why did it take you? Why did it take me to have to be? Be successful first before you saw it yeah i wanted you to see it before i did this you were supposed to believe in it before anybody but you gotta understand at the end of the day i talked about this in a, in a in a in an analogy when you have a dream at night when you had a dream last night you could get on here right now and say z i dreamt about boom 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 it happened like boom 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 but when you told me what happened in that dream when you were asleep you could tell me to the best of your ability but that don't mean i'm gonna see it the way you saw it yeah. I'm not gonna know exactly what you saw. I might you might tell me what you saw, but I don't see what you saw when your eyes were closed. And it's the same thing with our real dreams in real life. We can tell people all day, I'm gonna do this, 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 this. It's gonna happen like this, 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 this. But when I tell it to that person, they're not gonna receive it the way I saw it. And you gotta be okay with that. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You gotta be okay with that and comfortable with that. And I think that's what people get frustrated at because it's kind of like trying to beat something in somebody's head that just don't get it. It flusters you. And I think it's the same thing, man. And, and you just got to be okay with it. And it's a lonely place. I mean, it's a sad place and, and it depresses you sometimes. But but if you if you can just keep going, um, when the success does come, man, you they'll be they'll be the again the ones bragging on you the hardest. But again, you're like, man, but damn, why did you get it before? Yeah. Why, why did it take 
it's for you to see it, you know? And so um, I, that's what I would tell them. Have an exit plan. Understand that it's going to be lonely, and it is lonely, and you have to be okay with being lonely, um, you know? And if you're lucky to, to find people that do believe in it, you hold on to those people as long as you can, and then you cherish those people, and you prove those people wrong, you know? Not yeah. for them, but for you, you know? So that's what I would tell them. Yeah, I think uh, the way you mentioned it there, I think that there's kind of, say, for example, parents, um, there's kind of two ways you can look at it. There's, this is why I believe, I believe that they're either going to be envious or jealous that they can do it, or the other side is that they are actually caring for you. And maybe they're like, oh, but like, I don't want you to be homeless. I don't want you to be living out of your car. Like, I want you to be safe. And maybe we kind of, because they can't see that dream, maybe we get annoyed at them for them caring. Right. And it's like, and it's like, yeah, and, I, and it's like a lot of times it is one of those two things. It is, a, it's a, it's a couple things. Like you say, it's either they were too, they weren't able to do it. So they want to, ju- they doubt that you can do it because it's such a, you're dreaming such a big dream or they already had a plan for you in their head of what they yeah. wanted you to do. And it doesn't match up. Now they're mad about it. Or like you said, they want you to do the safe thing, but, but you got to really ask yourself, is anything safe in this world? Is anything really safe? When the pandemic happened, that showed you that shit wasn't safe. Yeah. People that thought they had a, a, a 401k and these benefits and this and that, a lot of them lost that job, right? Like, I think if anything, Corona proved a lot of people wrong that you can go to college and still not be safe. You can have all of these degrees and still not be safe. Um, you can have this best job in the world and not necessarily be safe. Now, a lot of people were blessed. Don't get me wrong. But but to be honest with you, is anything safe? Yeah. Right now, we could have something happen to our, to, you know, God forbid, something happens to our world, and, and and it shows you, you know, just how untrue that is, man. And so, you know, I, I don't believe in that. I think we're, I think we're the ones that have the power to determine what type of future and what type of life we just choose to live. It all depends on you, at the end of the day, because <clears throat> just like that, like I said, just like the virus, you know, show what isn't safe. Uh, either you were able to pivot and still be successful, and a lot of people became millionaires and billionaires in the pandemic, and a lot of people made excuses and 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 you know settled and became stagnant during the, during this pandemic. So I think it's a choice, man. And so, you know, um, yeah, man. I, I think I think it's daddy, and I think you have to make your people understand that too. Like nothing is safe in this world, you know. Yeah. And, and what cracks me up is even when you may say I have a plan and we have a plan of what we want to do with our life. And then life happens. It's crazy. You make this pretty vision board. You make these new year's resolutions. You do all of these things, but then your car breaks down. You lose a loved one. Um, um, you know, um, you go into debt, whatever, like you lose your job, the pandemic happens, whatever the case may be. That's, I think that is when, that's what tr- truly separates the successful from the unsuccessful people is because can you focus on the plan and the dream and the goal you had, even when you have every reason not to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's the, that's the difference maker, bro. So yeah, man. I'll, I'll give you an example of that. And also that was great. What you mentioned about uh, COVID, like everyone thinks it's all doom and gloom, but there's been millionaires, millionaires that have came out. I mean, look at the platform that we're on now, zoom, like no one heard of zoom before the pandemic and, it's fucking massive. It's, everybody and your mom is using it. Exactly. Everyone is using it. Every single place, schools, uh, sports, any anything that you can think of, they're using it. And it's yeah. free as well. And obviously you could pay for the pro um, subscription, stuff like that. And that's probably where they make most of their money. And obviously the free, free version, they're getting uh, money off advertisements as well. But um, 
it, it, it's just exactly what you said. Like you can do, you can do anything as long as you, you stay focused. Um, and like you said, like life just comes at you and it just hits you one day and it may try and wobble you off your path. Um, I started this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic. I think it was last July. So it's coming up to a year now. And at the start, it was all new to me. I didn't really know what systems to use. Everything was quite amateur. Um, it still is. I, I still think it's amateur, but that's just because I'm a I'm a hard self-critic. I, I kind of know where I want to be. But, but, um, but you know what? separates you from everybody else I had a conversation with my mentor yesterday and he said that man a lot of people don't know what the hell they doing when they start but they do it they just started (laughs) they started started afraid they started not sure they started with the doubt they started with people telling them they could do it but they started and so I think that's what's going to separate you and help make sure that you're going to be successful you know and that you already are successful is the fact that you know like you said it's not to where I wanted to be but I started it and now yeah. you have a track record. You're, you're 20, 30, 40 episodes ahead of people that keep on saying, well, I'm going to do it next year. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it. And, I, and those are the people that annoy me is the one that say they have. And, and the people that annoy me the most are the ones that have the greatest ideas, the greatest ideas, the dopest concepts, the best business ideas, the things that they want to do. But it's like they keep on saying tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. It's kind of like that mean tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. You keep saying yeah. tomorrow. It's like, what are you, what are you waiting for? You know? And, 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 you know, like you said, the fear, other people's opinions, uh, people telling them they couldn't do it, waiting for the right time, whatever the fuck that means. And, and, you know, there's just a bunch of bullshit, man. So, I, you know, you, you are on the right path, but you started, you know? So, but yeah, I'm sorry, man. I had to throw that in there. What, what were you saying? No, man. Thanks very much for those kind words. Um, you've just fed my ego. My fucking head's going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, like you said, like if I could give anyone advice who does want to start a podcast, there's no point in saying leave it because my girlfriend bought me the equipment. She bought me this mic and the whole setup and I left it sitting in the box for three weeks. I was just like so scared. I was like, oh, how's my voice going to sound? Are people going to be interested in what I'm talking about? And I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. And then I was like, if I be consistent and keep on putting out an episode every single week, people will start to respect that. That that's sometimes what they respect more than what you're talking about is the fact that you were consistent. Yeah. You know? Like, and then once they get you get that respect, now they're like, no, what are you talking about on these shows? And then once they <laughs> actually now, now once you get past the respect barrier, now it's a sense of <clears throat> I actually like what he's saying. I support this, right? And yeah. but but the but biggest thing, because you, like you said, you know, you probably heard this before. It takes two or three times before something actually clicks in a person's brain. But then yeah. they actually resonate with what it is that they're seeing, and they have to see it three, four, five, six times. And so I think that's what people fail and lose a lot of times that we can't even be consistent enough because we don't get the likes, we don't get the the approval, we don't get the, um, you know, we don't get the the shares and all that shit that we want. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we lose. Like the video that connected us, bro. I did that video a year ago. <laughs> I know. Video that, you see what I'm saying? Like I've been doing this. Like I've been do. I've been consistent for seven years like i mentioned seven eight years consistent with content bro and 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 just could never get over that hump you know and I, you know and just like man but just keep on doing it you know i just kept on doing yeah. it. i kept trying to figure it out and i kept trying unique ways to represent stuff that i already had did and then it just catches but but imagine if i had quit you know, know. imagine if i had up on it because i wasn't getting the response i wanted or because i listened to what this person had to say you know we wouldn't be here today you know and yeah. so that's how I look at it, man. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, 
100%. I think you just need to, you need to keep on going through it and see your own purpose and don't listen to what other people are saying. Um, I mean, I, with COVID, I mean, a bit about my background, I was in Australia and mm. I was, I got sponsored there to work on a job and I was going to be there for four years. And that was my life. I was, that was what my life, my future was. I was making all those lists, planning everything, where I was going to live, what car I was going to buy and what uh, luxuries I was going to have. And then I had to leave the country whilst my visa was being processed to work. And like you said, bam, life hit me and I got fucked over um, because of coronavirus it didn't go through and I was still doing, I was doing the podcast at the time and I kind of thought, okay, this is shit. But I mean, I've been given an opportunity here where I'm unemployed and I can put more time into the podcast. And 100%. I started exploring different options. I start like exploring like uh, more opportunities of people to speak to. I start finding out like new software and I was networking with people and trying to get like, what sort of content they were doing as well and i feel like as of maybe like maybe like a couple of weeks ago it's kind of like i'm like set like i've got everything scheduled and what to do and what what content to put out and it kind of feels like for the first time like I, i'm i'm on the right path because do you know why like imposter syndrome starts saying and you're like am i actually am i like am i really in this am i is this what who i am am i wanting to do this and then um, I just feel like if you have that purpose and you actually enjoy it as well, you, you will go on to, to bigger things. And it's like you said, I mean, that video came out a year ago and it's still circulating around. And I, I just, my girlfriend seen it and she sent it to me and I was just like, wow, this guy, I need, I need to get him on. This is amazing. And yeah. <clears throat> and, and, I, and I, and I'll, you know, close out on this cause I, I gotta hop off, man. I wish we could do, we have to do a part two to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of times like you said man we question like damn why did i have to go through that you know why did this have to happen to me he's still there well I'm in this effort that you're giving the master in this crap. Oh, so, well, sorry, it just uh, it cut off there for about uh, ten yeah, seconds. Yeah, can you just repeat what you said? Yeah, we were doing good this whole time, but basically, I was saying that you know a lot of a lot of people question like, man, why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to experience this particular trial and tribulation in my life, right? And and the thing is, is that I felt like if you were given that fancy job and opportunity at that point in your life, would you still be given the time and the effort? to master this craft that you're doing the way you're doing it you see what i'm saying and be, we, we question oftentimes what we feel like is a broken time when it's really a blessing you know yeah. and, and 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 i look at it that way like i had a partner one time man he had a, again great idea great thing you want to do um dope ass concept but he kept for some reason going to a safety net again nine to five working at just your standard cvs and targets and and all these different things man and i'm like you keep sitting on your gift though you keep sitting on this thing until finally one of those so-called safety net jobs he had fired his ass he couldn't get another one 
And so now he got all this time sitting around and, and, and at that point you got a choice to make. Like, am I going to sulk? Am I going to complain? Am I going to blame people? Or am I going to get off my ass and go work on this dream that I've been saying I wanted to do for so long anyway? You see yeah. what I'm saying? And um, and now he got one of the dopest nonprofits in the state. But it was like, what? It, 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 you literally have to sometimes get down on your shit, down on your ass, down on your luck to, 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 for your gift to finally form. For your back to get against the wall, for you to truly use what you've had all along, and I and I wholeheartedly believe in that, man. You know, so sometimes we question why, and but you don't even know, man. That was a blessing, and you should be thankful that you went through that. You know that that happened to you because even though it hurts like hell right now, you'll be all right. You'll be whole yeah. again one day, and you're gonna understand why you went through that. You know what I mean? So, um, I wholeheartedly believe in that, man. But damn, I wish we could do this longer, man. I gotta hop off here. Yeah, no, it's okay. I understand you're a busy man. Um, just uh, before you go off there, so uh, can you tell people just audially, um, audially, don't know why I said that, can you uh, tell people how to find you, where you are, like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook? Um, yeah, man, y'all can find me on all social media platforms at Will Z, Will Z-E-E, Titwell, T-I-D-W-E-L-L. Um, yeah, all platforms. So that's Twitter, that's uh, Instagram. Our TikTok is Neighborhood Hero. 96 or will z well as well you should be able to find me with either one um that's where i drop off my heat at man so um youtube same name but yeah i'm pretty much on every platform the name of my podcast is z speaks um and, and shout out to my guy nate man mom we just got cut off there again i think as soon as it's coming to the very end it's starting to freeze can you can you hear me buddy? yeah i can hear you now sorry can you just repeat you i heard you say that um you were giving a shout out to nate yeah i was basically just saying man you know just shout out to you for this adult platform you have man and this you know and um you know y'all can connect me on all of those platforms i mentioned um, and again, the name of my show is, is Z Speaks Podcast. There's always some dope heat on there. And this episode is definitely going on there. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I love collaborating, man. And, you know, this won't be the first time you see us working together. So I'm just thankful that we got a chance to do this, brother. Yeah, amazing. I'll definitely have you on again in the future. And uh, good luck with whatever comes out your way. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Same to you, man. Let's, let's stay connected, man. If you need anything, I'm just give me a holler, okay? Yeah, amazing. Thanks very much, Will. All right, brother. Let's talk soon. See ya, boy. Thanks. Have a good one. <sighs> oh man, that brings us to the end of another episode of Z Speaks Podcast. But don't worry, this won't be the last. Um, but I really hope you enjoyed this episode, man. I hope it really brought you some value. And most of all, man, I hope you, you use this information and apply it to everyday life, your business, your platform, and anything else, man. But with love. Um, I love you from the bottom of my heart, man. Don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms at Will Z E E Titwell. Um, and man, until next time, peace. Love y'all. Hey, what's going on, guys? I got a quick question for you. Would you like me, Will Z Titwell, to personally come and speak at your next event, or be a guest in your podcast, or come speak to your youth at your youth program, or be a part of your panel discussion? Well, guess what? 
We're finally taking bookings again um, to do public speaking engagements, man. So please feel free to click the link below in the description box of our podcast, right? Or go to my go to my actual bio at Will Z to one on Instagram, and you'll actually see a link where you can book Z to come speak at your next event. Or even go to my website at speakupz.com. The end the options are endless. So put your inquiry in and someone from our team will be out reaching out to you within 24 hours and we'll get back to you, man, and we'll see what we can set up, okay? Man, I look forward to it. Man, thank you guys so much for the support. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And again, man, just stay tuned. So many special things coming. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. Peace.